It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good morning, or I should say good afternoon for you, right, Gina? Yeah, it's just afternoon, so. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I've been I up for quite think. some time, so it does feel like afternoon for sure. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, is it okay if I record our call today? Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. All right, well, good. Well, good morning. Uh, and how was your day starting off today? I'm busy, but good. Mm-hmm. We are in the thick of our construction. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing a bathroom and a kitchen, and um, it's for my boyfriend's parents who um, are staying at his sister's place in Tennessee. And they mm-hmm. called last night to say that they're tired of being there and they want to come home. <laughs> Timing and is everything, have, as they say. Yeah, so we are kind of like, well, like we are like probably three or four weeks away from being completed. So we are trying to pick up the pace. So it's been, uh, we had to sit down and do an RPM last night on priorities and and Uh what's really important. Um, Yeah. Well, well, good, good. Well, thank you for sharing that. And uh, thank you for making time in our call today with your busy schedule. So I appreciate that. Well, thank you. Yeah, and thank you also for sending your plan your coaching calls form. Uh, I really appreciate the detail that you you put into there, and uh, it sounds like you've made a lot of a lot of progress and taken a lot of action. And I was curious what really stands out from you for you uh, with regard to your progress. Um, I think I'm just getting more um, distinctions, maybe, or I'm getting. I feel like I'm getting what I put on my my sheet was I used to think that planning was something that I indulged in because I didn't want to I I was avoiding taking action and mm-hmm. I really like planning and it does make me feel better and um I love to get things organized and all lined up and um I notice that when I get overwhelmed it's because either something's been added that I haven't put into my RPM or Mm -hmm. that um, my RPM um, didn't account for the length of time something was going to take. So I've been doing RPM since I did business mastery like four or five years ago. But one of the things that I didn't, that I didn't have put in my RPMs on a regular basis was how much time everything would take. And Mm -hmm. so I wasn't calculating that. I just was prioritizing and going from one priority to the next, which which works, but oftentimes it you know it's it's the expectations of how long it's going to take was skewed for me, and so now I'm, and the other distinction is is that I was feeling like this guilt between not having enough time for my family and having all these aspirations of things I wanted to do, so I recognize that that's something that I need to put into my weekly RPMs. In fact, it needs to be one of the top priorities over all these other things. If, you, if I looked at it from an overall perspective, 
what's really important is my 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 relationships and the quality of those relationships and um going through the ultimate relationship program um my boyfriend and I are at least a level 2 sometimes we're in level 1 and um and what we've been talking about what prevents us from being in a level 1 and and his response was that I put too much on his plate and not enough time Mm-hmm. Um, we take on all these projects and we don't manage our, we, it, there's a lot of pressure and then it takes away from our fun time together and enjoying the moment. So that has been a huge distinction for me to recognize that I need to manage my time better from uh, outside of just projects and include time for my relationships and um, how important that is. So Sure. Well, it sounds like those are yeah. some pretty powerful distinctions to learn. What what is yeah. it that allowed you? What is it that allowed you to take this um, to gain this different perspective, Angina? Um. Well, our last call. One of the things on our last call is when I got on the call, I was thinking I've got way too many things on my plate. I'm overwhelmed. I'm not doing anything right. I've got to let something go, and the way that our coaching call unfolded, you just kind of led me to a place that, that um, I started to think, well, if I'm just in the right mind frame, like I can do all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So the one distinction, if I heard you correctly, then is uh, that, that planning was really a, a, a point to avoid taking action versus realization that you love to take action. And the second distinction really around the, the guilty aspirations of not getting things done versus the recognition of spending time with family and your relationships. Did I hear you correctly? Gina, did I lose you? Gina? Oh, boy. I lost her. Gina? Gina? Gina, if you can hear me, I'm going to keep the line open, and hopefully you can dial back in. Oh, this is unfortunate.
Gina, can you hear me? Brother. Gina? Hello? Yeah, hi, Gina. Hi. There we go. I don't know what happened, uh, but I'm glad that you're back on the line. Yeah, I mine was still going. Did yours, did yours get cut off, or were you just... No, I was still there as well. I didn't have to dial in or anything. Oh, weird. So, I kind of hung oh, out for, for a bit, and then when you texted me, I was like, okay, I'll just hang up, I guess. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm back in state. Uh, are you in state, Gina? Yes. Okay, I'm ready to go if you're ready to go. Okay. Wonderful. What I was saying before we got disconnected, Gina, is that um, you, you were helping me understand how you came about getting these two distinctions, and I was just summarizing the t- two distinctions for you. One is that um, you had the, the uh, really the approach to planning was to avoid taking action versus the realization that you actually love to take action. Uh, was that a fair summary of w- one of your distinctions? Uh, say that again? Yeah. Uh, you had shared with me that for you, planning was a way to avoid taking action, and you had um, had a different realization that you really love to take action, and that's what, you know what motivates you about planning. Yeah, maybe that, yeah, the, that sounds right. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I, I was assuming that planning was my way of avoiding and getting a little bit more certainty or a little bit more feeling like I was in control. Um, but I noticed that I do have more control when I do plan. So okay. uh, especially when I'm, when I'm including the time element into the planning because that's something that, hadn't really thought a whole lot about before. Okay, excellent. Yeah. And then the second aspiration I thought I heard you say, Gina, is that uh, you were feeling a little guilty around some of the aspirations, you know, not running out of time, not being able to do those, versus the realization that the importance of scheduling in time for family and time for your relationships. I wanted to check in with you to make sure I heard your second distinction correctly as well. 
Yeah, I I've been I, mean, I have a lot of stuff on my plate, so I've been feeling guilty by pre- by attempting to prioritize my stuff um, in mm-hmm. front of those that I that I and and that's something I'm still working on. It's um, I've had the opportunity to really give of my time to my daughter and my boyfriend and my boyfriend's family. And as a result, the things that I really wanted to achieve, I did, but I, like I moved forward on, but not in, in a big way. And now I feel like it's just time and it, it's time for me to really focus on that stuff. And I am feeling pulled. Um, and there's a, there's some, I need to make time for them and um, I need to make sure that I'm taking care of myself, too. Mm-hmm. Well, good for you. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Gina, if you were to uh, envision out six months from now our, our work together, what, what would be possible for you six months from now? Hmm. I I I see it as um, being an even better kick-ass coach than I am right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and being uh, more connected to my family. Uh, okay. Seeing that our time is really, really quality uh, time, and that I'm doing some really amazing projects and my mm-hmm. finances are right where I want them to be. Okay. Yeah. So your finances, finances where you want them to be, uh, some amazing projects, more connected to your family, quality time, and even a better kick-ass coach than you are now. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, I, I look forward to seeing that. I really do. I really look forward to working with you on that. And I noticed on your plan your coaching call form, one of the things that you mentioned you'd want to work on a little bit today is strengthening your coaching triad. And so I wanted to check in with you to see if that's still relevant for our call or if you had something else you'd like to focus on today. Yeah, I think that's something I need to focus on. Um, I have been coaching a particular client and it's been challenging and Mm -hmm. I've been reaching out for support and um, getting some feedback on that. And I actually recognized um, yesterday, thanks to my boyfriend, that it is a pattern that I have um, that I've that I've run with a couple other clients um, where uh, I shy away from um, uh, being very direct when I need to. Um, not all the time, and not with every client, which is really strange. But um, and I'll give you an example. So maybe there's a distinction here that I'm missing, but. Um, on Friday, I did some coaching with um, military um, people who have um, been put on leave, and they have PTSD. Some of them are suicidal. Um, some really interesting work. And if you can imagine the the you know their attitude is civilians are idiots who do not understand us. And so I had to create significant amounts of rapport in order to coach them. And then I had to be very direct with them and break them out of their pattern. And I had no problem going there. Um, But 
there are two people in particular in my coaching practice who are running patterns and I am afraid to call them out on it. Mm-hmm. And um, my fear is that I'm going to break rapport with them and they're going to shut down and that I'm not going to be able to uh, work with them in the future. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So, so these, my assumption uh, is that I need to strengthen my, my coaching triad so that um, I believe that I have in, I, I don't need to, I won't, or I don't need to break rapport and, and sacrifice the relationship in order for them to, to, to hear what I have to say and then kind of take action. Okay. And what do you think that is, is missing in your coaching triad, Gina, that you feel that you need to have in place? I'm not sure. Um, my coach said to me that, um, my other coach, <laughs> my teacher, um, said to me that it may be that I have a belief that I um, fear breaking, that if I break rapport, I won't be able to get it back or that I'll, I'll damage the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not true in in most of the, in all my other sessions. So I think the distinction here for me is that I'm fearing that I'm putting my model of the world on them Mm-hmm. And that I'm not certain that I that my model is the right way, and yet I can see their model is not working, and they're not really interested in hearing any other model. Mm-hmm. They're they're passing the blame or they're avoiding blame, but not blame, but avoiding seeing the 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 faulty patterns that they're running, and they don't seem open to considering that there might be something else going on within them that's preventing them from from their issues. Okay. So that's that that is the the common um situation. Um so in my in my triad I think I need to get stronger at recognizing um hmm It has something to do with their resistance to see their patterns and my fear of calling them out on it and them saying like, No, like you're you're totally wrong there. Mm-hmm. This is what I do and I like what I'm doing and I'm not gonna change it. Okay. Yeah. And when our time is up this afternoon, Gina, here in about 20 minutes, what would success look like for you on, in, on this topic? Um, being able to just go and take action and um, coach those clients without any hesitation whatsoever. Okay. And how would you know that you've achieved that? I think I would, I would just feel it like, okay, I got it. I know exactly what I need to do. I'm just going to go and do it. And mm-hmm. not have any hesitation or any fear about um, how it how it will unfold. Okay. 
And what would you need today in order to be able to have that feeling? I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Well, with regard to that feeling, what are you sure about? I'm not sure how to answer that. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than what I've said already about about it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So if you were able to go ahead and take action without hesitation for these clients where you feel that there is resistance to them seeing their pattern and you were able to uh, move forward in spite of the fear of, of calling them out on that, that would be a success for you? Yeah. Okay. What's preventing you from doing that right now, Gina? The two clients that I have in particular that I'm thinking about, um, uh, both I have an, an uh, maybe it's the belief that I have an, uh, a, different relationship, a coaching relationship with them than I typically do. So one of them is a colleague in our program who's not, um, and my belief is that she's not paying for it and she hasn't really chosen me as a coach. And so I feel like because she doesn't have any skin in the game, she could easily be not really interested in hearing um, and, and buying in or in fully invested in what I have to offer. And Mm -hmm. then the other client that I have in mind, I've been coaching her daughter and I can see that the patterns are from the mother and I've set up coaching time with the mom and she has um, uh, canceled last minute. And, but yet she sends me these long, long, long text messages about how her, you know, um, about her daughter's, you know, this terrible person and all the things that she's doing that's destroying her life. Mm-hmm. And um, I've, I I know that I need to address it, and yet I'm shying away from, so she isn't fully committed to, to being coached by me either, and I don't think she respects me as a coach as much as, as she might need to um, for me to be able to be, to be tough with her. So okay. I think I have, yeah, I think that's what's holding me back. And um, it may be a limiting belief, but I feel like uh, it's a valid limiting belief. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, even if that is true, um, a kick-ass coach should be able to break rapport and get it back, even in those situations. Sure. So, Gina, if, if this uh, particular issue isn't resolved for you, what what will it mean if you're not able to do that? Well, one is I won't be the coach that I want to be because it mm-hmm. won't be anyone, anywhere, anytime. And mm-hmm. um, I won't really truly make a difference in the lives of these two people that 
that I can see need it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the real foundation, and um, it will probably show up on my coaching calls, mm-hmm. and I won't be able to help that little girl um, with what what's needed in her home. So, yeah. So some things wouldn't work out the way that you would like them to work out. Yeah. Yeah. So you said that you feel like this might be a limiting belief, but a legitimate limiting belief. When we look at limiting beliefs, we, we tend to think that those are things that are not true of ourselves. So I'm uh, I'm curious uh, as to your comment. <laughs> I mean, like I've got some pretty good reasons to back up why I believe that. And yet, if I keep focusing on those reasons, it will limit me from being a good coach. Right, right. Yeah. So I need to tell a new story about that because <laughs> that story sucks, even though it has like a, a you know, a reasonable conclusion. It's not, uh, uh, it's not serving me. Sure. Well, what would that new story be like, you know, if you were to look at your existing coaching triad, either from a physiology perspective or a focused belief perspective or a language perspective? What would the new story sound like? There is, um, this is interesting. When I think about, so when I think about my triad and um, so I had the experience to be able to do this on Friday after I had a session with my, um, with, with my uh, colleague the other, um, earlier in the week. And I was kind of like, damn, I feel like I've lost my touch. And then I had five coaching sessions on Friday, and each one of them, I walked in there with a level of certainty, like, I'm going to handle this, and we're going to get mm-hmm. this done. And I, and, and I did. And I left there feeling like, wow, I just rocked that day. I was lit up. I was excited. And now when I think about showing up to this, these particular sessions, uh, with these people that I've identified and and having that same level of certainty, there's a there's like this this um, like feeling of anxiety in my gut. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. somehow when I try to put on my triad in those situations, I'm getting caught up in hesitation or just there's like this this feeling in my gut that's like, ah, and I, and it, I'm, I'm having a hard time embracing the triad of and my physiology in the triad of being like strong, confident, relaxed, focused, clear, um, certain. I'm certain, but there's this, there's a hesitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's that coming from? Yeah. Where, where's that coming from? Oftentimes when I'm in a coaching session and I'm very direct, if I have great rapport, um, yeah, I think I just unraveled it. So um, when I have great rapport, I can be 
very certain and yet there's a softness in the session that where I can change gears really quickly if I feel like I need to and if I've been too intense and I'll I'll laugh or you know just kind of sidestep or un, you know or just I can find a way to get back into rapport pretty quickly but if I don't have a high level of rapport then that strategy doesn't work because okay. if I go in for the attack I get defensiveness and in both of these people when I've been not on the attack, but when I've been direct, I've gotten defensiveness. And so I'm not, I, I haven't, I haven't been using any other strategy to be direct. Um, and one of the things that I most admire about, um, um, particularly um, our, co our, our teacher, Brian, and also Elaine and, and even Brenda, they have a way of being direct, but then, soft at the same time so you know that they are caring and I'm I think maybe I need to learn that strategy in these situations mm -hmm. just change my approach mm -hmm. so that they can they because what's underneath that defensiveness is that they they need to know that I care and then maybe then they'll be willing to go there with me yeah so Gina, you have you have some uh, models of of how this is possible to be firm and caring at the same time. It sounds like. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, what would it take for you to incorporate some of that? I think maybe yeah, that's a great uh, thought there. Um, One of the things that um, I heard Brian say several times is like, so I'm wondering if, you know, this might be, so let me ask you, and he just says it in such a soft way and a, and a, and a curious, he says it in a curious way mm -hmm. that it, it kind of leads me to, um, to exactly what, you know, it leads a client or a person right to what they need to hear but he, he just he approaches it with a curiosity mm -hmm. which seems so dis, disarming yeah what is it that you like about that curiosity gina i just like the 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 soft approach that he comes in with mm -hmm. um it's not a hammer you know <laughs> like, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's not like hey wake up you're doing something really stupid um, and I think that approach might work if I had the leverage or I had the, the um, you know, when I have the, the, the respect, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but in these situations, uh, I don't know that that's the right approach. And I guess I'm, I'm concerned that I won't be taken seriously if I soften it too much. Um, but so I think I need to lead with curiosity and then follow up with, well, here's what and and here's another thing that Brian says, well, here's what I noticed. Mm -hmm. um, and he doesn't like go, well, maybe I'm wrong, but, you know, he doesn't soften it too much. But here's what I noticed. Yeah. Instead of, well, you got some things going on that, you know. <laughs> 
what would it be like for you, Gina, to try on some of these behaviors with the coaching clients where you're experiencing this dilemma that you presented with? I I think it would be great to have, especially with these clients, a level of curiosity. Uh-huh. Um, and um, I like I like thinking about it like it's another tool in my in my bag of tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the curiosity tool, um, or the, you know, direct approach, but in a soft tone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that, um, I hadn't thought about before. Sure. That I don't have to be anybody else than who I am. I just going to use a different tool during, yeah. you know, certain parts of that session. How would that show up on your triad? I could add curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, and hmm. it changes my level of certainty. Okay. Like, like I am certain that we will get a result and I will use whatever I need to. And that sometimes means I don't need to go straight for the kill that I can, you know, I can hunt them. <laughs> so that, that you don't have to use a hammer every time. I don't have to use a hammer every time. Yeah. Um, so I, um, and I have different tools for different things, and I think this particular situation um, requires a different tool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would, what would change, Gina, uh, if anything, with regard to your physiology, your focus beliefs, or your language to invite more curiosity into your coaching? I think my tone of voice is um, needs to be softer and in a more curious state, a curious mm-hmm. way. And 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 my focus would be on the and on being curious. And my belief would need to be um, that. I have the tools to be soft. Mhm. Yeah. And I guess the distinction is when I had written I'll do whatever it takes in times in the past I'd have to get the courage to be direct. Mhm. And um now I can still be direct but a little bit more eloquently. Yeah. That's that's the distinction. Okay. I'm going to ask that. <laughs> Eloquent. Eloquent. Gina, yeah. what, what can you do in this moment right now to feel curious, to feel elegant? I think I, I'm just adding that to my triad, actually, just those two distinctions. And then, and then the shift in thinking that, that's, you know, unfolded is this is, this is not a, a different coach. It's not something I need to change. It's just something that I need to add to my to my um, 
my repertoire of, of, of approaches. Okay. Yeah. And Gina, if you were to fast forward to this next coaching conversation with the clients that were uh, this particular challenge for you and you approach it with curiosity and eloquence, what outcome do you, what outcome is going to happen? Uh, I can only imagine, but it doesn't feel like a challenge. It doesn't feel like, um, like a battle where it's like my, like I'm, my opinion is better than yours. It feels like I can be curious about it and I can, I can reflect back what might happen and then say how, you know, and just be curious about that whole situation. How is that working for you? How's that unfolding? Have you ever thought of something else that might work instead? Um, and just, um, yeah, just, just approaching it from that softness and that curiosity, I think will completely shift. It's my, I, it's a tool that I'm willing to try on. I can't, I I can't say that I know it's going to work, but it doesn't feel like a challenge anymore. It doesn't feel like, um, like a battle. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. which is where I was hesitating before, yeah. Yeah. Well, excellent. And is this something that you'll have a chance to try on before our next call? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. So what is it that you can agree to between now and our next call? I will add um, curiosity and eloquence to my um, triad. Okay. And I will um, certainly condition that um, a few times at least uh, before I get on my next call okay. and um, I'll play it out. Excellent. How it mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan. And we have a, another call that's going to be due before Friday so we can work offline to schedule that call? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, Gina, I'm watching the time, and I also realize we had about a five-minute gap there, so I think um, we're, we're fine with time with the drop call and everything. So in kind of wrapping up, Gina, what have you found to be most useful on our call today? Um. I think it was the distinction that I don't have to be someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it's just, uh, and it, it I didn't have to, it's just a, a new, it's an evolved strategy that I need to use. And I, it's just something I haven't practiced before. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. Okay, good. And uh, with your homework, you'll get a chance to take that awareness and put it into practice. I really look forward to hearing about uh, that on our next call. Okay, great. All right, Gina, hang on one second, and I will be with you one second, okay? Okay. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.